We're talking all about our hopes and dreams, happiness, anxiety, and self-esteem. And how a 90s sitcom might be more than what it seems. It's Friends Talk Frasier. And Feelings. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Friends Talk Frasier and Feelings. I am one of your hosts, Talia Tabin, and I'm here with Victoria Longwell. And man, you guys, we're just so excited because this is a mental health appreciation podcast where we channel our discussion through each episode of Frasier. Yes, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. The TV show Frasier. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, I have loved Frasier from almost my entire life. I've watched it so many times. Uh, and Talia being one of my one of my best BFFs uh, has never seen it. And so she has agreed to commit the ultimate labor of love and watch this show with me. I'm in it to win it. No, <laughs> I've never I don't know anything about Frasier. I don't know one thing. I'm a real friends girl, but I'm willing to go down this journey. And also, you tell me it's a little bit about therapy and stuff like that, and we are big fans of that. The biggest fans of therapy. Uh, but Frasier and therapy are on par for me. I love them yeah. both equally. <laughs> they're the uh, same, same. They're the same. Uh, yeah. And Dr. Fraser <laughs> Crane is a therapist. Uh, wow. So we just want to – we're going to talk about Fraser. But there's so many layers to it too because – well, I mean, spoiler alert. He's a radio therapist. Which yes. Which feels very fitting for us to be podcasting, you know, while we talk about Fraser, while we talk about our therapy and our feelings. Just the saying. most – it's the only intersection there could be. <laughs> and we found it. It's too big of a word for me. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> okay, so hopefully our friendship won't be torn to shreds by this um by watching all of these episodes of Fraser. Cuz like it what if like, I don't like it? Yeah, I know. I haven't gone down that road. I'm trying to uh I've made a list of my hopes and my fears and I've <laughs> thrown the fears out and I'm only carrying the hopes. Uh, I oh, hope you'll what a love great it. way to walk into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I do think we should tell everyone listening, just so we're all on the same page, that we are not mental health professionals. Listen, y'all, we <laughs> are not professionals at anything. Not one well, thing. I I have no background in therapy, except for that I go. Yes. No, really, we want you to understand that the word appreciation really is all we're talking about. <laughs> we appreciate therapy. That does not mean we know or have any uh, soapbox to stand on. I don't think soapbox no. is the right word, but you know what I mean. Like there, we we shouldn't be talking about it, but we are. But we're going to with this disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Well. I watched Frasier. I watched the first one. I know. the wor- It's a new world, okay? Today, October 21st, uh, is a new world because Talia, beautiful Talia, has seen <laughs> an episode of Frasier. One uh, hot episode. The very first episode, title of which is The Good Son. 
well, we'll talk about the titles in a second. Because oh, that shit. threw me for a fucking loop. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. She's already mad. <laughs> I'm furious. Uh, should I give a little recap of the episode? Yeah. So we're all – we'll. I feel like for our listeners who might not care or know Frasier, we'll always do a recap. This is oh, our yeah. recap section. No homework necessary. Uh, no, it'd be no. very fun if you wanted to watch Frasier. Uh but All if you don't, 27 don't. seasons, <laughs> 42 episodes per season. It's That's so what it feels many. like right now. What is that? That's the 90s. That's 90s TV. Yeah. 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 Hey, they're, they're a hot 18 minutes long, 22 minutes long. Oh, they zoom. They I zoom. sneeze and they're over. <laughs> don't sneeze during it. You'll miss something. That's uh, true. <laughs> um, well, in this episode, our very first episode of Frasier uh, titled The Good Son, we meet – Dr. Fraser Crane, who has recently relocated from Boston, Massachusetts, back to his hometown, Seattle, Washington. <laughs> Fraser is fresh out of a divorce, leaving behind in Boston his son and his ex-wife. Which we'll talk about. I mean, so much to uh, say. I mean. Uh, in this episode, uh, we first see Frazier hosting his radiotherapy show, which we learn from his producer, Roz. He's not necessarily killing. He's not no, crushing he on not. this show. We get our first Cafe Nervosa scene featuring Niles <laughs> and Frazier, uh, in which we learn that their father, Martin Crane, is no longer able to live on his own. Uh, I just got to say, this is a great recap. Oh, my gosh. For my episodes, I feel like it's going to be like, all right, they got into a little bit of a tiff, but they made it out okay. <laughs> That's all the episodes. This is eloquent. <laughs> this is very yeah. <laughs> very no, impressed no, no. by this. Okay, keep no, going. No, keep no. going. Well, anyway, they, they come to the conclusion uh, uh, after not wanting to move Martin into a nursing home, they decide reluctantly that Martin will move in with Frazier. So Martin moves in, also doesn't seem very happy about it. He comes along with his dog, Eddie, and his chair, which is objectively very ugly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we learn quickly that this is a bad and not ideal living situation for either Frazier or Martin. Uh, Niles suggests to ease the burden of an elderly parent living with you that Frazier hire a home care worker. After what I can only assume was a long interview process, <laughs> uh, Martin only liked one candidate, and that was one, Daphne Moon, a home care worker slash quasi-clairvoyant from oh Manchester, God. England. You know I died. <laughs> <laughs> Their disagreement over whether or not Daphne should live in with them causes a huge blow up between Fraser and Martin. Both uh, reveal, one, Martin upset that Frasier only asks him to live there out of guilt. Frasier revealing he's hurt that Martin's never thanked him for opening up his home to him. In a pretty dramatic scene. I, anyway. I, I, I was uh, moved. Did you cry? Okay, you're moved. Uh, everything culminates in Martin Crane calling into Frasier Crane's therapy show where they work things out. And Martin, thanks, Frazier. Uh, the end. The Good end. Night. Take a nap. Good night. That's the podcast. You should write coverage. That was really good. Oh, what a kind thing to say. I would love to. If anybody's hiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
So do I talk about what I thought about the show now? I think I got to ask you, Talia, what did you think about the show? I was overwhelmed by it. I truly did laugh out loud a couple of times, which I wrote down. And I mean, (gasps) I took notes. I took notes for those watching on Zoom. Oh, my girl's got a mini legal pad. I got a mini legal pad. And I was also so impressed with that heated argument that did not feel sitcom-y, that felt like like these are two actors having like a real scene. Yes. And then like the it was so fast and funny and like just a fun pill to swallow. And I have so many things that weirded me out <laughs> also. <laughs> was Eddie one of them? Uh, no. I like Eddie. Okay, first off, they're, okay, it's called The Good Son, but there's yes. 17 different title cards. So I wrote down Frasier, The Job, because that's what I thought the title of the episode was because there's a huge oh, title card. Oh, that's so funny. And then yes. it was like two seconds later, it was like The Brother. I was like, oh, oh. Okay. okay. I, you, they, that's not a normal thing to have title cards no. in the middle so of for a sitcom. No. For anyone listening who also has not watched Frasier, Frasier does – um, like act title cards, like you would see in a silent movie. Uh, and it is for every scene, they have like a little title card, like what you just said of like the job, et cetera. Um, Mm -hmm. it was very helpful, obviously for the first episode, it said like the job, the brother, the father, Eddie. Uh (laughs) Well, here's what I'll say. Velasquez. Oh, right. Oh Yeah. The title cards are not going away, but I don't. (laughs) Um, So buckle up. Buckle up, but I don't think they're ever used that frequently. I do think it's more like act one, act two, act three. Okay, great. Uh, That was just my first thought. Then my second thought was um, in the first scene, Frazier's talking, he's on the radio. We see him like do his shtick and there's just two huge chocolate chip cookies sitting (laughs) And that got me really good. The art department was like, we got to get chocolate chip cookies. What would he have there? Well, he wouldn't have a bag of chips because that's loud. He wouldn't have pretzels. He wouldn't, you know what? We'll get him two chocolate chip cookies. We'll put it right there. It made me laugh. What an observation. What an observation, especially since it is a radio show. Is there any chance he's eating anything? No. Okay. That was first uh, off. I loved that they made him not good because – is his character a little hard to like get on board with? Oh, I think absolutely. You know, some say that <laughs> <laughs> some say that uh uh what Don Draper was no, no, it would have been um uh what's James T- Tony Soprano yeah, was yeah, like yeah. the advent of the anti-hero. I'd say it was Fraser Gray. Oh my god. Uh, He's so hottie and like he's really hottie and like holier than that and uh, why is he speaking like okay we'll we'll get to that um then he meets niles we're like meeting the brother and i'm it's literally like what is he talking about like what (laughs) words are they using what are they talking about this is insane oh so the recap paid off for you as well (laughs) (laughs) i just was like not before they get into talking about how their dad's sick Niles just like goes off on this whole is like talking about this thing oh, and using yeah. words and talking in a way and it's like who are your parents are you are you guys British like do you think you're British which leads me to oh no that was an, another thing he just like dropped that he had the son and now then right. my question was do we know that on Cheers 
And so then does it not feel like this big thing? Because that felt a little like just like, yeah, uh, you're going to expose pretty quickly a blind spot here for me. And that is that I've only seen like the early seasons of Cheers. Uh, and well, I don't, I have only seen random episodes of Cheers. So that's gotcha. Fair. So I, but, but again, maybe even watching the early ones, maybe I should know that about Frazier's character. Hey, maybe listeners, we should do Cheers you- next. <laughs> Six <laughs> years from now, maybe we should do Cheers <laughs> Um, wait, can I tell you something about this Please. episode before I, which I should have said at the very beginning, okay. uh, I learned that the way this pilot is, mm-hmm. it is a premise pilot, which I guess is yes. when, okay. So you know that I learned what a premise pilot was but tell because everyone. of this. Well, so a premise pilot is, uh, where the episode itself tells you what the show is going to be about. So this show is about Fraser Crane and his dad moving in with him. And now we're set up for the rest of the show. Yeah, it's like the inciting incident is. Yes. It's not that the dad already lives there and this is like a day in the life of Fraser Crane who lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like, this is a big episode because this is why we're starting this journey with him. I'm, Um, I was just obsessed to learn that. This is our premise podcast pilot. Please send in your premise podcast pilots for us to read. Um, yeah, it's it, it was a strong story. It was a strong storyline. It like yeah. it certainly moved. Um, few things. I just like. Oh, the dad can't live alone anymore. Yeah, I, my my main thing was just like the dad's in a different TV show. Those aren't his children. and those kids never came from his loins because like there's just no similarities Um, uh which is a big a big part of a big you know do they ever address it why are those boys talking like that it's so weird right well uh wait why are the why are the sons talking like that yeah i guess just because they're snobby i mean to be fair what they what they address what you will see is that they do address the chasm in the personalities of his sons and himself. Uh, okay, okay. And like, I don't know, people from Seattle, what's the deal? Is this how people are there? Uh, yeah, I what's think up, the Seattle? Is yeah, what's, yeah, what's up, Seattle? Uh, what's up with your, you know, real fanciness? Real, also, just like a very different accent. Well, I think that that can't be Seattle. That's just got to be a that like actory choice of a mid Atlantic accent, right? Because they, they as a in the mid choice for the 1990s. I know, I know. Can I uh, can I say something? I thought I noticed this first time watching Please? the pilot. Uh, John Mahoney, who plays Martin, I feel like you can tell two things. Like, okay, so one is this is, seems like it's. I mean, they have a live audience reaction yeah. at least. But he also, to me, and he is a stage actor, he feels like a stage actor in this to me. I feel like he's projecting more than everyone else. And he is making the choice to Uh. yell. But I feel like part of it is an actor's projection. uh, Do you find it good or bad? I can't decide what side of the fence you're on. Do you like it or do you hate it? Maybe because I'm straddling the fence. Uh, I think that it (laughs) – I think – I don't want to say too much about what happens in the series, but I think that becomes less noticeable. (laughs) Right. You think he settles into it. I mean, to do a multi-cam is weird, but like – Yeah. I think he settles into it. 
I honestly, I didn't notice. I, like I wasn't, I wasn't pulled out by anybody's acting except for maybe Daphne's of like, I'm doing a character, um, like a touch. <laughs> and I know that's like her, her real, I think she is British. She is British. Yeah. But, um, the acting, I, there was just too many other things. I couldn't worry about the acting right now. No, no, no. I had to worry about all the things. Um, when did I laugh? Yeah, oh, when did you um, laugh out loud? I definitely I'm laughed. I'm thrilled that you did. I can't remember all the times I laughed out loud, but I definitely laughed out loud with the reveal when he's like, oh, Eddie, I'm not letting Eddie live with us. And then Eddie's <laughs> just sitting there on the couch staring at him. Which I was just like, yay, that's so fun. Oh, um, I laughed really hard when Niles was talking about his wife that everybody hates, which like I yes. love a character that you never see that everybody hates. Um, You're in and her he, And she's like, er, and Niles says, no, I know. Uh, Kelsey Grammer, what's his name? Fraser Crane. Did you? Fraser Crane. Yes, Fraser, the the very popular nickname for the full name Francis. <laughs> Fraser says to Niles, "Do you still have the pamphlets, the old like home pamphlets for Dad?" Mm-hmm. And Niles goes, "No, my wife or whatever her name is is five years older than me." <laughs> so hard did you yeah that was really fun and then I also laughed when he was like something something about Eddie oh Daphne was like oh is that Eddie something and yeah and then he's like oh yeah I don't call him it because of that and because he has worms (laughs) oh he says I call him Eddie Spaghetti and she goes ah he likes pasta Me. Talia's full laughing right now. I'm. I can't oh tell God. you what this is doing for me. Uh, it it's was, bringing me so much joy that you <laughs> laughed at things in the episode. <laughs> I did, and I knew I needed to write them down because I would never have remembered. And I knew you would really appreciate it. Oh, and I, I, that I made me laugh too. Just that she, he calls him spaghetti, and she's like, oh, he likes pasta. <laughs> I know she's so she's she's on another planet. Uh, uh, I laughed really hard when she says I was an intuitive. When Daphne's an intuitive, uh, the mm-hmm. whole thing. I just laughed a lot. But then I was so impressed the way they had this big fight, and they, they just let it. it be a fight, and it didn't have to be funny at all. So I think. And actually, this is an off-the-cuff observation, so you might not like it. And mm-hmm. if uh, – okay. I think that all of these actors on this show are just, like, so high caliber that they yeah. were just like, we can do anything with these people. Yeah. They're going to be able to make us laugh, but if we want them to nail a dramatic scene, they're going to be able to nail it. A, a, you already I, – I already felt that a little bit just from this. Yes. It's really good. I, and, and, and I was – Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, as annoying as as Frazier's character is, you mm-hmm. also, like, love Kelsey Grammer for, like, mm-hmm. doing this character. Yes. Does that make sense? Or that's how I, I felt. I think that you can tell – well, one, I think Kelsey Grammer probably does relate to this character a little bit. I mean, yeah, sure. Kelsey Grammer in real life, his, the way he talks, how far is it from how Frazier talks? It is a little far. Oh, is it? Like, I think it's just a little more settled in reality. Sure. Uh, but I think that you can tell uh, Kelsey Grammer's not making fun of Frasier. Like, no. he likes Frasier. Yeah. And so yeah. we all get to just laugh at him affectionately. It's really sweet. Okay, so watching it again, 
How did yes. you feel? Well, so I realized in the times that I've like gone back and watched Frasier again, I think I rarely go and watch season one. Oh yeah, nobody wants to watch season one. That's when they're getting their footing. So that was so it was pretty exciting for me That's to go super back. Fun. Like everybody looks so young. I thought I honestly loved Daphne. I she is doing a really big character, and again, I think everything sort of mellows as yes, we keep going on. One hundred percent. And I loved the character. I get it. I love the character. Don't yeah. quite understand why she has to live there. Still not quite understanding <laughs> how they were just like. She's like, I think I live here. And he's like, you can't. And the guy's like, why can't she? What? That's not normal. But who cares? That's not normal. But I mean, that's, you know, that's the first, I feel like, very farcical scene you get. Because I feel like Frasier nails farce uh, in terms of like, I'll go into the bathroom and you can talk about me. He stands right in front of the bathroom door and says, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't like her. I was like, she can hear you for sure. I think you should go. Oh, I'll go. Like, it just, it's very. He straight up says, I think you should leave. But Roz, the stuff with Roz in the, um, in the recording booth does not feel farcical. Like that feels like uber heavy, grounded, dark, like. Totally. Totally. Actually, the Roz stuff sort of surprised me in retrospect. I, you know, just because they don't get into her character that much this time. Um, they, they don't have time. This 19 minutes. They don't have time. This is a sneeze. Uh, okay, but so just so over. Give me some like overall brushstrokes of. Uh, can we do a one to ten? Yeah, like, I honestly thought better than I thought it was going to be. Stronger, laughed more than I thought it was going to be. I would say a six and a half. A six and a half. That's great Maybe even for a, a pilot. Seven. Oh, I thought it was – I laughed a lot. The the oh. spaghetti – Eddie Spaghetti, like, got me. <laughs> well, if you liked Eddie Spaghetti, buddy, I mean, there's plenty more. Where World is my from. oyster. <laughs> oh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Yeah, I felt really positive about it. Like, I would have gone immediately into the next one had <gasps> we not had this podcast. <laughs> well, good. I want this podcast to keep you from as many things as possible. <laughs> for, this is our first example. Okay. Um, this is a thrill. So you Do you rate it, it or just me? Uh, I'll rate it. Yeah, we'll rate, rate it. it. Uh, I think I would rate it a seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me this because this yeah. is a feeling I get from Frasier that I yeah. don't know if it's just because I've watched it before. Did it make you feel cozy? You know, it definitely made me feel comforted. Yeah, there's something very like 90s cozy about it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Understanding that it could be more so for me because it is a very nostalgic personal thing. Uh, No, it it definitely has that vibe. I will say – he about there was all this talk about the furniture of Frazier's apartment and his dad coming in and, you know, bringing his ugly chair. Um, but just a little shout out to my friend Chloe who Chloe who has like had like three pieces in, of furniture that are in his house. No um, way. That he like called out and I was like, oh my God. And her mom like used or maybe still does like collect antique furniture. And so Chloe has a lot of cool stuff, but like Chloe has a great eye and they have like a chair and a thing. And, a, and I was like, oh God, Chloe's so cool. That's what wow. I think of. I think that, I mean, 
kudos to Chloe because yeah. I can't think of a single person that I know, except for maybe you. You have the prettiest apartment of anyone I know that so I'm nice. like, they have a this kind of chair. I recognized Eames. I Eames, yeah. Chloe has an Eames chair. chair. Yeah. Oh my so like gosh. that was the first one to knock it off. And then I was like, oh my God, she has this other thing. And anyway, I just thought the furniture was cool. I like I thought the whole thing was very enjoyable. Damn. This really is felt good. Really positive. This is positive. This is positive stuff. But should we okay. move on to our next section? I think we gotta. Uh, let's leave on this high note of all the potential ahead of us. So in our next section, uh, which I can't wait to tell you is called First Time, Long Time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I may be the only person who likes it as much as that. No, I like it. Talia does too. Uh, uh, where we just dive into... Uh, what feelings this episode brought up for us. And there's a lot in this episode. Yeah. Here, wait. I have to read what I wrote down. Oh, my gosh. I wrote, if we were calling in to Dr. Fraser Crane, what would we talk about based on the episode we just watched? Victoria, what would you talk about? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, if I was calling in to Dr. Fraser Crane, which is just I'm obsessed with that, uh, I'd be like – Hi, Dr. Crane. Uh, I guess I would say I'm a long time, long time. Oh, well, no, I would say, I would say what? Uh, first time, long time. I'm a first time caller, long time listener. Thank you. Uh, okay. What this brings, okay. I think what this really made me think about um, is, <laughs> so watching this and like seeing all of the stuff that Frazier is having to like fold into his new life, like all of yeah. the, I don't want to say punches that he's taking because it's it's not that negative, but like yeah. um, to me, it feels so exciting. Uh, oh. Like you have this blank canvas now mm-hmm. all of a sudden where you get to like decide where your new coffee place is. You get to yes. rebuild these other relationships. You get to- redecorate an apartment and stuff. Uh, And I think that's such an outsider perspective on someone who's going through a really tough transition. Because you know when you go through a breakup and people are like, listen, I'm excited for you. I know. And you're like, I'm that person. What the fuck are you talking about? You are on the (laughs) precipice of your new life. You are a phoenix rising from the ashes. Uh, And I think that's true. I feel like I've said that to you before. <laughs> I like it. And I, I mean, but it's hard to the, hear when you're in it. When you're in it, you're like, I would give anything not to be feeling this way. I know. Although I will say Frasier seems like out of the out of the dark place. Yeah, no, he doesn't seem like he's uh depressed. He just seems a little overwhelmed with all the newness. Yeah, but but I guess it may. I guess mostly what it makes me think of is reinvention, uh, and this idea of like, oh, I could fully reinvent myself, even though I doubt we ever like actually fully reinvent ourselves. No, but, yeah, that's fair. But I think some of the best things I do in my life happen because I moved or because of a breakup, and then you like keep it. I've been living in the same place for almost ten years, I think, uh-huh. and I love it. You were very flattering. You just said nice things and I appreciate it. And I really like this is such a nice place to live. And also, 
ooh, I'm itching for a little like reinvention of my living space. Like just like I you can only like change around things so many times. I want to like have a new yeah, it's like like the desire of the newness. Oh yeah. Or something. Well, that makes total sense. I think especially, I mean, we can't deny the reality that we're in we're in a pandemic yeah, that's where true. that's probably making it worse. <laughs> Where we have had to spend so much time at home. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think of myself as like a quasi homebody. And me too. Even for me, I'm like, I need to be able to go places so that I can come home and be happy to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what do you think it is? Is it like space? Is it just change? I, think, I don't know. I think it's like before the pandemic, I was just I liked leaving in the morning and like kind of being out all day and like bopping mm-hmm. around from one thing to the next. And then coming home and like, yeah, like relishing in this safe yes. space. And now it's like trying to find a different chair to sit in to just make me feel a little different during the day. And oh, yeah. I just have never spent this much time at home. And I'm lucky to like have space. But also, um, I think I just miss the different scenery and the location and like the change of it all. Yes. What place would you go to? Do you have a place that like you think the most you liked going to um, as your change of scenery or like another place that felt – comforting to go a place that made you feel like yourself that isn't home that now you can't go in LA like where Mm -hmm. we live like that I would drive to um Mm -hmm. I guess just friends houses I don't know yeah yeah like because I we're like really not going to friends houses anymore I know I think that's so tough because I I, uh I think about your place which I've spent a lot of time at yeah um and uh I love going to your house. It's so nice. I'm well, one because obviously I like it and it's beautiful. Um, and also because like I love the people there and it makes me feel safe and nice. And it's like a, a place where I feel kind of at home yeah. that I don't live in. <laughs> I mean, I went to your house every day for, you know, three years right. or something. I mean, sorry, not every day, but every week for three years. Right. And I like loved that. And and yeah, that was another – like, okay, so Victoria and I were on <laughs> the same improv team. We're on an it's improv kind of team pretty, together. Pretty big deal. You may have um, heard of us. <laughs> we practiced at Victoria's house and – so we would practice once a week, but then Victoria's house was right by the theater. And so mm-hmm. whenever we would go to the theater, I could always like have a touchstone place of like somewhere I could go to before or just like yes. know that somebody lived there. I don't know. I That definitely – I mean, but really we should be talking about the fact that you just moved during the pandemic. How does that feel? Oh. You have like a totally different – Yeah. Well, it's funny. Vibe. It's funny that you say trying to find a different chair because um, I – I'm doing like a move in stages, which oh, is yes. which yeah. has been interesting. Uh, in that, I'm have basically been quarantining with my boyfriend for the entirety of quarantine, uh, and then so we decided to move in together, and we're moving to. So cute! <laughs> it's cute. 
<laughs> and we're moving to a new place. But before that, I like, so we're moving to the new place in November, but I moved out of my old apartment in September. So I had to like move a ton of my stuff into his place. Yeah. Uh, and I brought, if you're watching the video, you can see it, my favorite chair yes. from my old apartment that I was without for six months. Oh my uh, God. It's so weird to think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And then when we moved it here, we put it in the bedroom and it was such a, it's such a game changer to me because oh, it, it so changed sweet. how I could be in this room. And I mean, this mm-hmm. is a, we're in an apartment, so it's a one bedroom apartment. So it's a bedroom, a living room and a kitchen. And it's again, yeah. so I'm so lucky to have it. It's lo- It's beautiful. Um, but it's not a lot of space to be in all the time with another person. So like having a new way that I could exist in a bedroom was huge. Huge. It was huge. Now, um, did you have any like sadness about leaving your other place or were you like, bye, see you never? <laughs> yeah, I shouted that uh, at my salmon painted <laughs> building in East Hollywood. Um, I think because I – had left <clears throat> because I hadn't been there for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that maybe that sadness was like spread out over six months and so it wasn't as like palpable. And it's coming uh, at the time of like the pandemic. So it's like Yeah. That's all the of other the thing. sadness kind of compiles on each other and you're like, yeah, I moved and what a you I'm know. bummed. I'm generally bummed. Uh, yeah. but no totally <laughs> it's it, a nice movies. I, <laughs> I think also so much of what I loved about that location just doesn't exist right now. Like as you said, Ooh. the theater's there and we can't use it. Um, like I think I would have been sad moving if on <sighs> if on like the last show of me living there, I walked to the theater from my apartment one last time. Oh, God, I think yeah. that would have made Those, me Those like sad. rituals. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I couldn't – I didn't have that. So it'll almost just be like – I was anesthetized and I woke up and things were really different. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I'm really excited to move into the new place because it is more space. Yeah. And I'm so excited to set things up. I think yeah, it's just create like it have, together. Yes. Because mm-hmm. right just, now you're moving into your boyfriend's space. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um and I think just having any type of clear purpose right now is very helpful. So important. Yeah. Um, but but also I want – what did you say? I don't know. A reason to get up? Yeah. That's what I said. My reason to get up now is this chair. I get up to sit in the chair. <laughs> uh, but I wonder if you would be feeling that way about your living situation without the pandemic. Because 10 years is a long time. Yeah. I think I would. I feel a little like – grown out of the space, mm-hmm. um, not physically, but like – No, just, Talia is not uh, I feel, too big for the space. <laughs> I feel physically too big for my face. That's <laughs> fine. Um, no, I, yeah, I just feel like I'm ready for a change. Yeah. Yeah, it's time. I also have a dog, which you guys will hear a lot about. Kind of looks oh, like Eddie, but not really. His name is Toby. creature. Toby. He's a real demon, but um, <laughs> he just barks so much, and he also like lit, loves to lay outside in the sun. And right now, we don't have um, our own private place where he can lay. Yeah, people can walk by, walk through it. Like we have a nice little place where he could lie, and he lay lie. Oh, this is a thing that my mom corrects. Oh yeah, me so on. correct me. 
No, I've never understood her reason on how to know which is right. (laughs) Well, either one of those, he could sit there in the sun and be fine, but um, he just goes crazy when somebody walks by. So we can't leave him out there by ourselves, but I would like to. I think he would just love for hours to sit outside and we don't really have a space like that. So I know I shouldn't move for my dog, but that'd be nice too, right? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. But I think people do move for animals and that kind of makes sense yeah. to me. Like, now I have an animal and this would – they enjoy this thing. You know what it also feels like? It feels like the only tangible thing that the I can really come right up now? with. Or, or just like say, you know, like I want to move. Oh. Why? You have a roof over your head. You're right. You have, yeah. you have a room that's big enough for both of you and your husband. It's like, yeah, you're right. You know, like there's no real – I'm not in lack in any, in any way. Totally. So I think – that's the only thing I can come up with just right now. That's interesting though, because uh, I feel similarly to you. I think you can be grateful for a space and know that you're lucky and still want something different. And I think that's yeah. so interesting. Like we don't have to make changes just when stuff is bad. We can make changes because uh. we're like joyfully. Like yeah, I want that's to- true happily but I'm similar to you I would do it that way or I would approach it mentally that way um I don't mean to start us down a whole new road uh Uh-oh. and I won't but just as a thought for us to talk about it next time like you might. no I'm not going to um <laughs> okay. I like when something bad happens or like I feel like I'm in a bad place I love to chop off all my hair oh talk about reinvention you know just to bring a full circle i if i'm if i have like a thing that i'm gonna have to push through and work through and become like this new bird this new person for then i'm gonna look different too while i do it absolutely i think a lot of people can relate to that and that is real that is very real well i just love talking with you i love talking with you I and I so really much. liked Frasier. I love you so much. I love oh my you so god! Much. I can't. I just can't wait to tell everyone. I'm going to call my mom and tell her. Oh my god! Tell everybody. I'm not going to tell people yet. I've only seen one. And I don't want to. I don't. You're right. Get don't, commit. <laughs> don't commit. Don't um, commit. Don't commit. But I have thrown out my fears, so I'm only full of hope. We're only uh, full of hope. Well, uh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say um, we're going to have a segment on our podcast called. We're listening, which is what Fraser says, um, right? <laughs> yeah, he says, This is Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Oh, yeah. So we're listening, and we have a phone number on our Patreon that you can mm-hmm. call. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number is 555-244-4224. And you can call and leave something that maybe you were feeling when you watched the Frasier episode or just in general. And um, Victoria and I will talk about it like we know anything or like we have any business saying anything about it. <laughs> it's sincerely something I'm so excited to do. We're so excited. Tell us your problems. All I we're going to talk is- about them as if there are problems. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I might give advice, uh, non-medical, non-professional advice. And God, I'm Don't take do it. it. <laughs> don't take it. I want to give it, but don't take it. <laughs> well, I love chatting with you. I love chatting with you. Can't wait to watch episode two. Oh my gosh. This journey that we're on. We're, so we're all on a journey together now and I hope mm-hmm. you're as invested in Talia's response to Frasier as I am. <laughs> uh, 
Truly, there's nothing like making Talia happy. Uh, you will learn this. Uh, you'll learn that I'm obsessed so with Talia. Sweet. I'm uh, obsessed with you right back. Oh, you know what else we can do right now? What? We can say thanks to Tim Blaine for doing our fun theme song. Tim Blaine is Talia's husband. <laughs> Tim Blaine is my husband and is also the musician that wrote this music. Tim is so talented. Uh, I feel really lucky to know him. He did our amazing theme song. Ugh, so grateful. We're lucky we you, girls. We love you, Tim. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we can't wait to watch, discuss, and feel more together. Yes. And listen. And on that be note. Be well, everyone. Take care. I love the phrase, take care. Take care. And I love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> We're talking all about our hopes and dreams, happiness, anxiety, and self-esteem. And how a 90s sitcom might be more than what it seems. It's Friends Talk Frasier. And Feelings. <laughs>